Well, 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 hello again, my friends. EKD Writing Healthcare, bringing you another brand new story. Well, not quite that brand new. It has been floating around the block for quite a while, but this is your turn to zoom in on the action. Presenting the podcast version of a story we called Some Shitty Vacation. A Story of Love and Second Chances by Arthur and the Poet, E. Lloyd Kelly. This is a crime fiction, a short story about the narcotics underworld, love and second chances. Come join us here each week as we venture into the life and times of undercover hitman Lancelot Turner and his many hits, and yes, the misses too. Here is a good time to say a big thank you for checking out the previous story and also to apologize for shorting you one episode. It was in my intention to bring you one more excerpt from the poetic Justice Cold book before closing out that story. But I just kept on running into one roadblock after another and being the type of a guy that I am who is somewhat superstitious I saw this as my cue to stop, so that was what I did. No need to worry about that though, just pick up a copy of the book like you were going to do anyway, and read the full script. Thanks again, and welcome to the new kid on the block, none other than Lancelot Turner, coming to you by way of a story called Some Shitty Vacation. This is episode number one of the story. Some Shitty Vacation, a short crime fiction story of love and second chances by E. Lloyd Kelly, and it goes something like this. Well, 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 hello again, my friends. E.K. The Writing Health here, bringing you another brand new story. Well, Not quite that brand new. It has been floating around the block for quite a while, but this is your turn to zoom in on the action. Presenting the podcast version of a story we called Some Shitty Vacation. A story of love and second chances by Arthur and the poet E. Lloyd Kelly. This is a crime fiction. A short story about the narcotics underworld, love and second chances. Come join us here each week as we venture into the life and times of undercover hitman Lancelot Turner and his many hits, and yes, the misses too. Here is a good time to say a big thank you for checking out the previous story and also to apologize for shorting you one episode. It was in my intention to bring you one more excerpt from the poetic Justice Cold book before closing out that story. But I just kept on running into one roadblock after another and being the type of a guy that I am, who is somewhat superstitious, I saw this as my cue to stop, so that was what I did. No need to worry about that though. Just pick up a copy of the book like you were going to do anyway, and read the full script. Thanks again, and welcome to the new kid on the block, none other than Lancelot Turner, coming to you by way of a story called Some Shitty Vacation, 
This is episode number one of the story. Some shitty vacation. A short crime fiction story of love and second chances by E. Lloyd Kelly. And it goes something like this. Some shitty vacation is a story about a vacationing hitman from the narcotics underworld. One who finds himself being drawn back into the very situation he was trying to escape in the first place. His escape plan was both for the short as well as for the long term. He had planned on using this short term trip into Montreal to further research his long term get out plan, the one he had been considering in recent times. The road leads all the way from Norfolk, Virginia to Montreal, Quebec and back. But some people just can't seem to get a learning break, can they? Chapter 1 A steady stream of headlights was reflecting off of the slightly descending wet road surface. This owing to the effect of some earlier moisture in the air and a slight rain on the roadways. It looked very much to him like the rich, creamy flowing milk, as it was being poured out from the carton container and into the bowl half filled with crispy golden brown cornflakes by his loving mother. His eyes and mental state had not yet gotten readjusted and acclimatized to functioning in sync with the time change over to daylight saving time. Traffic on this side of the highway, the eastern side, was few and far between, as opposed to the bumper-to-bumper traffic jam on the westbound side. Lance could discern by way of the images in the rearview mirror the outline of a pickup truck following him. The headlights were by then occupying somewhat of a permanent spot in the frame of his rearview mirror. Behind that vehicle, there was another one which he was not able to decide on in any way, shape or form, other than that it was sporting just one functioning headlight. At first, he thought it was a motorcycle, due to the single headlight and all. But the yellow hazard lights on either side of the front area of the vehicle helped him in deciding the matter. It was a much larger vehicle than a motorcycle. The mist had suddenly changed over to a slight drizzling rain. Lance couldn't shake the images from his mind, that of the cornflake in his favorite bowl, with circles of evenly cut ripe banana placed on top of the flakes by his loving mother, before she was to pour on the milk. He reached over and picked up the phone from where it was sitting there in the second cup holder on the dashboard humming still the little refrain he had been singing from deep within him. He hit the menu button on the phone and then punched in a series of numbers with his thumb, tap, 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 somewhat like that, to unlock the device. Then with a few other strikes of his thumb, he dialed up his mother. Mom, he said, how are you? Lance, where on earth are you? And what could it possibly be that you are doing that could be so important that you can't find even a minute to call home? His mother chided him. That's exactly what I'm doing now, Mom. Haven't you noticed? Don't be cute with me, boy. 
How are you doing, my sweet mama? Long time no see, said Lance, in an attempt at pacifying the situation by changing the subject. I've been very busy of late, mom, he continued when she didn't respond further. But we should be seeing each other soon, though. That's exactly what you said last time, too. But you didn't show up, did you? Thanksgiving also came and went. You didn't show up either. Will you be here for Christmas? I hardly think so. I'll be there, ma'am. I will be there for Christmas. I hope, he whispered this ending part rather unconvincingly. How is that? he asked after the extended pause. Ma, how is that doing? Your father is doing fine, Lance. He's doing just fine. Is he there? Can I talk to him? Here, he heard her say as she handed him the phone. Lance, his father grunted on his arrival on the scene. The phone conversational scene, you know. How are you? I mean, I'm fine, Dad. I'm fine. And you? Fine, fine. What have you been up to of late? I hope you have managed to get your life in some sort of order by now and is thinking about settling down. You can't continue to run around like a rolling stone, you know. Dad, I'm doing okay. Don't you be worrying yourself too much about those sorts of things. I've got this all covered, okay? I'm actually on the road now though, Dad. Just called to say hi. I should be seeing you guys very soon. Got a few things to take care of first though. Got a few things to take care of and then I'll be home. I've got to run now though. I'll talk to you guys later, alright? Bye Lance. Bye dad. Bye. He had us to cut short the call. Way before he really wanted to because it came as a bit of a surprise to him. The beep beep beeping sound coming from the special alarm system. The system was installed on the SUV he was driving. Not that he didn't know that it was there, but maybe, maybe it had something to do with that exchange there between him and his folks, his parents. It took him back for a brief moment to a calmer, gentler place and far away from the kind of life which he now leads. The harshness of this new existence belied the small town kid that his parent had raised who, without prior warnings, just up and leave mere days after his 18th birthday. They had sought him out and found him there where he was, hanging out with a rowdy bunch of malefactors in the city 700 miles away. They had tried hard at talking some sense into him tried to convince him to return home with them, but to no avail. Nothing worked for them in that regard. They had even gone to the police in a last-ditch effort to try and force his hands, but he's of age, the lawman said. He can do whatever he wants. That's it for today, my friends. Thank you for lending me your ear chime again. Come join us next time when we shall bring you yet another episode of this story. Until then, I remain your very best of friend, E.K., the Writing Elk, and I'm out. <laughs>